Shalom, shalom. Welcome to Three's a Party Podcast. I'm your host, Mirza Z, with your co-host, Jesse G. Today we have another special guest. He's here to share his testimony with Jesus Christ and any insight he has gained along the way concerning kingdom business. His name is Gabriel Otto. Otto, 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 Otto. Say hi, Gabriel. Say hi. (laughs) Gabriel, we're excited to have you on today. Um, We know you have a lot of wisdom. You're a little older than us. Last podcast, I said you were like 19, I think. (laughs) Why 19? Because it was your birthday. I was okay. like, happy birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you did give a shout out. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> 31. Wait, you guys are what? 20? 25. 24. So when you look at someone who's 31, you think like, man, he's old. No, no not, not old. Okay. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. No, I think that you've just lived six I more feel years. Young. I feel really young. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. have that youthful energy too. Okay, cool. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we just bless you with youthful <laughs> energy right now. <laughs> Jesus, no. no, I just, you've lived more years than me. So you automatically just have six more years of wisdom under your belt than okay. I do. Well, I've met some pretty dumb old people. So. Oh, jeez. <laughs> but no, I receive that. I receive that. Okay, good. I receive that, yeah. Wisdom. <laughs> Thanks for that. (laughs) Yeah, so we like to bring people on and have them talk about your own personal testimony, how you met the Lord or your upbringing, however that looks like. And then from there, we can go on to like the specific podcast. But we want to get to know you first and uh, we want the listener to know you first, you know, because we all have a story and your story is valuable. Mm -hmm. And if it's not said, we'll never know. But we want to know. So I like that. Feel free to start wherever, whenever you want to start in your journey. Yeah. Could have been when you were born. You were born in El Paso, right? I was, yeah. Mm. Grew up in El Paso. It's a border town to Mexico. We'd go to Mexico every weekend. Really? Yeah. Mm. Family out there. Whoa. My mom used to buy all the groceries in Mexico. No way. Yeah. Cross the <laughs> For that authentic For queso. the aguacate, <laughs> the, the avocado, the, the, the watermelon. Whoa. And it was always funny because they never you you weren't able to cross um, fruits with um, the seed, so if you brought up over brought avocados over, you, you'd have to cut them in half and take out the seed. Wait, really? Yeah. So like you can bring seeds over like across the border. Yeah, you can bring seeds over. So watermelons, no seeds. Avocados, no seeds. Why? Because they can exploit and profit or yeah, something? Yeah, I guess so. I, I don't really know the reason, but I'm guessing so you wouldn't grow your own avocado trees. Right, so you can't steal the mm-hmm. the other yeah. recipe. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's deep. Yeah. Wow. So grew up going. It was, yeah, quite the experience. Now that I go back, I still have extended family out there, and they live in poverty out there, which is quite interesting to see, that, like, the different dynamics. Um, but, yeah, I grew up in El Paso, Texas. Um, yeah. Yeah. Is that where you met Christ or where did I did, man? So I have a, so at 14, I have this vivid memory. I think this is where my journey started. And usually, um, well, most of the time Christ meets us in our lowest places. Right. And amen. it's usually in those lowest places where we either cry out or we seek help or we just realize, Hey, like I can't do this on my own. And so my journey with that started at 14. I was <laughs> so pretty rebellious kid. We lived right in front of the high school um, that I used to go to. Nice. And so at lunchtime, me and all my friends would cross the street over. And 
while my mom was either at work or sleeping or just hanging out. Yeah, I would just chill at the crib. No, I would grab her keys to her van. Whoa. We'd pack it up with eight to ten people <laughs> and then go to Wendy's, Chick-fil-A, and bring it back. But the journey started. I remember this particular day. We're driving. Mommy's van is what we used to call it. It was a silver... <laughs> Dodge Caravan, Mommy's Van. Whoa. And I'm Shout driving out Mommy's this. Van. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and my friend Isaac was next to me. Uh, and I looked at him and I said, hey, I don't feel like myself. And I, I have a vivid memory of that. Whoa. Looking at him and I said, I don't feel like myself. I don't feel like I'm me. And of course, like any 14-year-old, he was like, what are you, what are you talking about? We're like, mm -hmm. shake it off. And that feeling of this isn't me continued to like plague me. Like I, something was off. I couldn't put my my finger on it. Wow. And it was just like this isn't me. This isn't me. That's... Oh my gosh. Oh, oh this, this is, is the, this is the right. beat. This is all you, Gabriel. He opted this in the rap. This so. isn't me. What uh. can I say? It led me to the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm never bored. Ah! Yeah. We going all in. What can yeah. I say? Hey. Following Christ will always pay. It's your boy Jazzy and Mirza. Keep it on the mic. This isn't Facebook. We don't care if you like. Please like my beat on the drums. Cause we ain't no bums. Talking about my story. Talking about the Lord. Talk about it. He shook me to my core. Oh, that's real. Hey, hey, hey. This is my rap. Now everyone clap, 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 tap, 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 da, 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 da. That's all. That's all I got. That's all I got. Wow. Bravo. Bravo. You guys do that every time, every podcast. Yeah, we try to. We try to. Yeah. Some some guests like don't want to do it. Like Juan, he didn't want to do it. He didn't want to rap, so we turned it off. But when it's just him and I, there's only been one other time that we haven't. But when it's him and I, we we try to do it. Every podcast, bro. That was good, bro. That was amazing. You killed that. Just seemed right. Whoa. It was a good beat too. Mess with it myself. Okay, you were in this because I met you rapping, bro. Yeah, you did. I met you rapping with a mullet. It was like this dude walked in with a big old mullet <laughs> with a speaker. And what you had some interesting shorts. They were like jorts. Yes, jorts, right? It sounds about right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You walked in with a mullet, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm about to lead you guys in." Some well, rap. it was a spoken word night. It's not like I just busted in the house and was like, "Hey." <laughs> nah, but it was good. But the energy famous. was the energy was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing the video. You just had some nappy flavor to you, the way you were dressed. Nappy flavor? Yeah. I don't like that. You don't like that? <laughs> nappy? I don't like that word nappy. I don't know how I feel about it that. Was, it was just like chill vibes. It was chill. chill. Wait, okay. you saw the video of him rapping mm -hmm. at that spoken yeah. word? I thought you never had footage of it, then you showed me. That's well, funny. There, so there's two times I've rapped in the Upper Room community. There was at the Young Adults Night, mm -hmm. and then it was at the um, the spoken word night. And so Yeah, maybe I remember that. Oh, maybe they're two different. Yeah. Well, you showed me the video of the, of the, at the church. Yeah, everyone at, was, at young adults. Everyone was cheering. That was yeah. wild. Yeah, I, that was pure <laughs> Holy Spirit. I didn't even want to. I swear I didn't want to. And then he called out for a second person to come up there and freestyle, and I was like, okay, fine. Woo! That wow. must be me then. And I went up there, and man, Jesus took the. But ever mic since, I haven't heard you rap, man. What's going on? Maybe you'll hear me rap. There's one more beat on okay. this podcast. If, it, if I get it, you get to rap. So, so we got to let Mirza talk. 
Because if I talk, I rap. If you talk, I rap. Okay. Um, is it, I feel like this is more of your guess because Gabriel, we're 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 cool, but I don't know you like I feel like Jesse knows you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll talk if it if I need to, whatever time it would be. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, all right, yeah. I'll, I'll agree. If it goes on you, Gabriel, I'll rap. Okay. 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 Yeah. But go ahead, continue. Let Let's get to know you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this feeling, this isn't me, right? And I didn't know what it was. I just remember I didn't feel like I was me. Right. This feeling. Uh, like, yeah. Saying this that. This is just like this isn't me. Like this is weird. I know how I feel normally, and I'm not feeling like myself. Mm. And so that continued on, man. Like. So through high school, I started drinking at 14, um, going out, kind of living that lifestyle. And, but that feeling of this isn't me kept, I didn't know what it was. And it, it, it was only until later that I found out. Right. And were but, you raised like, um, like Christian or Catholic or anything? Like, yeah, did we, you have grew up any going, we grew up going to church. It was okay. a non-denominational church in Spanish. Okay. Hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, my mom was usually before every morning before um, school, she would pray for us. Wow. Didn't skip a beat. Mm. Every morning before we walked out, she would say, don't leave before I pray for you. And she would always pray for me. So she is, uh, I I credit her a lot for my fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like always this conviction because I would come home drunk, 17, 18 years old, um, driving drunk come into the house and I would go into my brother's room. I did this a couple of times and I remember, and I was drunk and I would wake him up and be like, Hey, this isn't me. Like I shouldn't be living this lifestyle. Like Whoa. God has plans for me. This isn't me. This isn't me. And I would get in my car and start listening to Christian music while I was drunk. And so I knew that God was calling me to something, but ended up moving to Dallas. So, Graduated high school, went a year in college to in El Paso, and then I decided to move to Dallas. And uh, still that feeling, man. And so found out it was I was struggling with depression. Mm. It was severe Whoa. depression too. Yeah. Whoa. It was so this idea of this isn't me became depression. Like it was depression all along. And looking back, I can like there were some certain instances where I'm like, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty reasonable to say that i was struggling with depression because yeah. of certain situations and so through that i was like i'm coming to the lord and yeah but through that journey god has taught me a lot through depression like yeah and it, it's been a very powerful journey um in the empowerment that god has provided through that yeah through that story. And I'm very grateful for the man I've become through those struggles that I, that I faced. And you, so you faced this depression. So you could say starting from like 14 years old, right? Yeah. And then going up to when you moved out, which mm -hmm. was, you said at 19, it, 19 like, yeah, 19. Okay. And so you came over here to Dallas and then it like stopped. Was there like a moment? No, I don't, I don't think it ever stopped. It was the way I handled it changed. Mm. and uh, okay. techniques and it was it's like okay so if we fast forward to today i'm 31 it looks very different than it did back then like i don't know the analogy I mean, it might not be like 
equal, but the analogy, have you seen the movie? It's a beautiful mind. Mm-mm. So in this movie, it's a schizophrenic <laughs> and he sees people and he starts doing some crazy stuff. He thinks the military's talking to him, but it's in his mind. He's, he's, um, schizophrenic. schizophrenic. Yeah. At the end of the movie, I don't want any spoilers, alert, but at the end of the movie, um, this is a spoiler alert. So if spoiler probably, alert. Yeah. If you want to watch the movie, <laughs> skip like 20 seconds at the end of the movie, <laughs> they get him treatment. Um, and the schizophrenia never leaves, but he's no longer affected by it. Like he's no longer making those radical mm. decisions. Right. Basically. So he still sees the people, but he's like, oh, they're just there and doesn't engage them is, and is actually grateful that they're there in a way. Okay. And so de- I think depression looks for me now differently. It's created a lot of empathy in me. It's created a deep desire to help others who are in the hole or who feel like there's no way out. And so it's given me a language to be able to speak to people in a way that if you are struggling with that, I you can relate, which is a very powerful thing that I think God has used through that. Wow. So he's given through that depression, I've gained a new language to be able to speak and and at least allow people to feel understood where they're at. Because most of the people who are struggling with depression, especially men, they either struggle with it alone they don't think anyone else struggles with it and they um they tend to distance themselves right they don't Mm -hmm. voice it they don't voice it they don't know how they don't know how there's a lot of shame wow that's deep so how does that affect your your day-to-day you said it makes you more like empathetic towards people yeah yeah yeah. i mean it's every encounter i have it's you don't know what the person is going through. People would see me and they'd be like, I would have never guessed right. that you were struggling with that. And looking back, I'm like, yeah, I hit it pretty well. Like, I wasn't like Debbie Downer. <laughs> I right. wasn't sad. I wasn't crying all the time. Like, and so that I take that into consideration when I meet people, because regardless of how they come across, they might be going through something. And um, I, I try to just be a space for them to to share if that's what they if that's something they're going through and not not feed it into the shame that goes into it. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's good. I feel like there can be a lot of shame, too. So it's cool that you've been there and, you know, that that can sometimes be a, uh, something that comes up, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and so you're able to call it out and be like, there's no shame. Right. You know, like things like this happen. You know, struggles do happen and it takes someone being open about it and calling it out for other people to be comfortable raising their hands and be like, oh, you know what? Yeah, I struggle with that, too. Like that literally happened today in USM. Someone just said something about themselves that they just like the more we learn about um, like the Bible and just how what Jesus did and like and w- what our call is, the more we just we can feel like, man, we're just not there. You know, as individuals, like I'm just not where I feel like I need to be in order to be, quote unquote, a successful like pastor or something. You know what I mean? And there's maybe some truth to it. There's some growth, some maturity to be had. Um, but there's also like the enemy being like, yeah, you're not enough or you'll never be enough or you're not worthy, you mm-hmm. know, of even mm-hmm. trying. So was, someone shared that. And then freaking Michael Miller, he's he what a leader. He literally was like, OK, well, first what I want to do is 
I want to ask everyone else in the room if they're feeling that way right now. Mm. And like half the wow. room wow. like wow. lifted their hands. Wow. When he shared that. Yeah, wow. and, and it was powerful, bro. I was like, dang. Every, so there is something in us that's like always being stirred up or, you know, that like comes out when we're faced with certain realities. And, um, and I think a really powerful part about it is to connect that with other people or to like um just to know you're not alone you know somehow some way like let them know or let others know that they're not alone yeah in that fight even just yeah creating a space for someone to talk about it right huh so yeah the thing that's helped me a lot I'm, i'm part of a men's group now every monday and it's just bunch of solid men and then we just go in there and like hey this is what we're going through amen and it's very empowering just to to hear other men like share and then like because you can relate it's like when when you share stuff like that kind of like what you said half of the room goes their hands go up that's just the case with everyone you meet yeah and so that's powerful yeah is that the group with daryl and noah Daryl, yeah, they well, they went. Th- Daryl went there for the first time mm-hmm. last night, but yeah, 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 that's the group. He was telling me about it. Yeah, he just moved. He moved like two weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, so he's <laughs> he's new. He's a great guy though. But uh, okay, so go into to kingdom business. Kingdom business. Yeah. Now I'm currently in <laughs> kingdom business with my little shirt thing yeah, or whatever, yeah, I see, yeah. which your stuff is on the way. <laughs> um, I ordered it and everything, but um. Did he order it, bro? I have. I, a, what is your stuff? I'm not. I got a shirt. I think I was. You got a shirt. Yeah, business? I, I gave him. I when I saw you wearing mm-hmm. the shirt, I gave him the cash. Oh, okay. Shirt. Yeah, yeah, that one day. And it's been like Let two me, months. I'll apply? check. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> Negative. Two it's months. been what, like two weeks? Two weeks. Two weeks. It's been two weeks. I'll check right now. No, the status. Where is it yeah, getting shipped? <laughs> here. It, it's gonna get shipped here, but obviously I'll give it to you. Whatever. What size was it? Uh, you said extra large. Yeah. 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 It's a cool shirt. Extra What's large. a website? Did you ever get the domain? Yeah, we got it that one day. Which one? I don't think it's still connected to Facebook though. To get like the pixel or whatever it was. You yeah, know yeah it wasn't yet. Yeah, I don't think. I don't you think didn't it's run still going. On it? No, not yet. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's just read your Bible apparel. Read your Bible apparel. Dot com. Yeah, I've actually never like marketed on here on the podcast, but today seems appropriate. We're read your Bible apparel. Com. Get your shirt. Get QR your shirt. code. Yeah, I'll give you a discount <laughs> if you hit me up and ask for one. But you got to ask for it. Yep. Or what code can they use? I don't have a code set. Because if, if I just have, have a affiliate? Co- I Well, I, I think it'd be incentive. If someone listens to this and then they hear me say I got to reach out for them. Yeah. Then they at least got to uphold their part. You know, okay. so for instance, Annika, I know Annika listens to this. So Annika, <laughs> if you want a discount on my shirt, Whoa. you got to hit me up. Anyone else too? Hit me up. I'll, I'll in the DMs. I'll send you a discount. discount. Yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. So I'm good. part of the the business as the kingdom sees it, um, and it's definitely been yeah. Look, shipped, shipped on September shipped. 9th. What's today? September 13th. So it should be on the way. Yay! Should be on I'm the gonna way. be anyway, wrapping it. Um, and it's a challenge because I feel like for me, I really want to honor the Lord with it. I mean, it's called read your Bible apparel, right? right. So uh, it's a constant, like, how do I honor the Lord? But also how do I be healthy? Like, how do I make sure this business is a healthy business and that it's like profit? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, if you want to give us your insight on what your business, I mean, that's my stuff, but on yeah, yeah, yeah. your business and what you've gone through. Um, Cause I know in some areas you're very successful. So share what you feel like sharing. Yeah. 
kingdom business. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Isn't that just a cool phrase? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you how do you see kingdom business? Like how do you like when you use that term? Um a business that's like unto the Lord, but I also know that business in itself, like that word is has to do with like something being profitable, you know, something like that has money coming in so that it can flow into other areas so that it can flow into us being able to pay rent or even us being able to uh, donate and help with churches and da da da. Like for instance, hands and rose, which is a coffee shop up a room. That is like a model of kingdom business for me to where like, it's an environment where we can invite the Lord in and we can be hospitable and we can uh, do our actions or, or our behaviors can be unto the Lord. Um, but it's a business because we want to be healthy. We want to be able to do that without feeling the need to um, like have donations or whatever, you know, or, or be so we want to be connected to upper room. It's connected to upper room, but we want to be able to like, have it open whenever upper room isn't open you know what i mean and be healthy in that way because yeah. it's still business and we want to be able to pay for the people who work there and da, da, da. and i say we it's not like i'm a i'm in leadership there but i just i know that's like a little bit of the heart of hands and rows so um yeah healthy in a way that we're able to like pay for each other and uh you know, compensate each other and like grow you know and because uh for me like a business can be just as much of a dwelling place as a church you know what I mean? If our hearts are in the right place and if we allow space for the Lord to like get in there, um, then the Lord can still rest there. Even if, and I guess I kind of think about when Jesus came and flipped tables or whatever. Um, but they were obviously like in, in the gospels, like in John when he, right. And they were selling stuff outside. They were obviously exploiting God's presence. They knew people would come into God's presence. And so they set up shop there cause they knew that's where like business would come. And so I think the distinction for me is like understanding is like getting insight on where the Lord wants to start that or like, you know, that's why I seek him so much on this business, because I want to honor him and honor the space he's given me so that I can honor him with everything, well, you know, with everything he's given me and like do it unto him. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think of a story of uh, so my mom, as you guys already know, always prayed for us. <laughs> that's you, Jesse. That's you. That was perfect timing. Ah, right when I stopped. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Kingdom business. You know how it is, man. We is in this. Jesus Christ is my savior. He with us right now here in this room. You know how we get it. We get in our cars and broom, broom. Uh, up to the church. You know how we get it, man. It's finna hurt, but that's okay. That's a life we've been called to. Uh, and he's finna call you too. Uh, seeds gotta die so fruit can grow. That's my life. Uh, Gabriel is here. That's our boy. He is so near and dear to us. Uh, 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 oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey. We really in this podcast. Uh, but we go beyond that. Uh, now I'm going in. And I don't stop, man. I'm finna win. Thank you, Jesus, for the victory. Jesus Christ has freed me. Hey, that ended powerful. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Wow. That was good. Thank you for empowering me good. in that. 
Bro, I would have been <laughs> 0 for 2 if I would have rapped on that one. <laughs> No, you hit that first one, dude. I probably would have said the same thing. <laughs> You're right. No, that's literally me. I'm like, Jesus Christ, save my life. But it never gets old. Yeah, I have old. a flow I always resort to. <laughs> I feel like I've heard it before at your yeah. house. Yeah, like that's the one. Is that the one where you, you spit, spit when I was with, around you? What did time? I say? Papa Doe? <laughs> sweep the flow. <laughs> my name is Gabriel Haro. Hey, whoa! I like to bust a flow, mm. but mm. keep it on the low. Yeah, I knew it. I, show. I felt that one coming. <laughs> wow, that was good. Okay, <laughs> okay. So business, mama, so prayer, yeah, boom. Let's go, business. kingdom business. My mama, mama, mama <laughs> like to pray for yeah. us. Yeah. So, I, I I I talked to my mom the other day. And she's like, Gabriel, you need to be praying for, oh, I have it. So what I do for business is I have Airbnb properties and, um, I run an Airbnb business in Dallas and El Paso. Um, we've grown quite a bit over the past three years and my mom, she holds it down, always has, she has that fighting spirit, figures things out and she loves the Lord. So Amen. mom calls me and she's like, hey, Gabriel, you need to be praying for these properties. You need to be praying Whoa. for God to be blessing these houses and the people who walk in them. And I was like, man, that's powerful. I was like, mom, do you do that? She's like, every day. Every day I go to one of the properties. I'm praying over the walls. I'm praying over the doors. And it's interesting. The funny thing is that I get random messages from people. And they'll be like, this house feels so peaceful. It no feels way. like home. That's proof to that. Yeah. And Whoa. it is proof to Hallelujah. that. It is proof to that. And so in the Airbnb business, I mean, we're talking about hospitality, right? You're talking about making people feel welcome. Right. And um, I have a big, I put a big emphasis on customer service. Like I tend to go out of my way for people to feel welcome. And it's funny because people have told me that outside of work they just in relationships right like, hey you're like very hospitable when people go over to your house or you make people feel welcome and i think that comes from like that's where i see the kingdom play out where it's like you are welcome these this is your home this is your home and so it plays out with yeah. the airbnbs that way wow this was like a week ago that she called you yeah, that? like about a month ago. That's powerful, bro. Ago, but she's she pray for your houses. Pray so for she, your property. Is she in on the business she with is. you? Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's in El Paso. Wow. She manages all the properties overseas. Oh. The cleaning teams overseas. overseas. Yeah. Oh, she oversees the property. The, the over like I she oversees a cleaning. She's a property manager for the property. Right, right, so right. So she makes sure that it gets cleaned. I well. just heard like overseas, as in like. In Europe oh, or in the something, you know what I mean? yeah. I was like, you got property in freaking Spain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but she is the manager or whatever. She's she manager. manages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, it's pretty. It's pretty. She's she figures things out, man. She has that. Do you find it hard to work with family members? I at times I do. Her and I clash heads a lot. Yeah, and so one of the things I learned in business is that there's three different positions within business and you have like your entrepreneur which is like your visionary sets out the vision mm -hmm. then you have the, a manager which tends to manage that vision and kind of hones it down and then you have the technician which is a person who 
actually does the work. And so my mom tends to be more of the technician and the manager, mm. more technician though. Sure. So she likes to actually do the work. Yeah. And like labor, labor. Yeah. So right. she'll be at the property. She'll sometimes clean. And me, I'm like, I just, I'm dreaming all the time. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk, Amen. she's like, come down to earth, Gabriel. You like, <laughs> like you're dreaming too much. We actually need you to execute these things. And that's where we clash. But I've learned that just because I'm not a technician doesn't mean like the roles are still important. Right. And so we clash in how we get things done. But at the end of the day, um, we work really well together. Because I can say, hey, mom, this is kind of the plan, and she'll do it. So it's it's been really cool. Wow, that's wise to, yeah. like, submit to your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. No, we do, we do go back and forth a lot. Um, yeah, we do go back and forth a lot. I'm trying to think of a time where we disagreed, which is often, but... <laughs> before the business or after uh, uh, always <laughs> right <laughs> yeah god has done a lot of work to me man like when you i don't know why this story came up but my mom and i regret this and it's just um my mom used to always make breakfast for me in the mornings okay in high school so at times she would make like school started at 8 a.m and that time she'd make it at 7 50 a.m and i regret this bro i regret this so sometimes she'd make breakfast at like 7.50 a.m. And I would just leave. I'd be like, no, mom, like, I'm not going to eat your breakfast. Like, it's late. I'm going to be late to school. Mm-hmm. And I would leave my Jeez. mom there with breakfast made. And I look back and I'm like, man, that was so disrespectful. So that ties into this sometimes where, wow. where I feel like my mom does something, but maybe doesn't do it in the manner that I would want to do. Right. That I would want it Whoa. done or in the time frame that it would. In the I would time frame. Done. That's what I was thinking. And so I've learned to like. Pull the reins back and be like, don't react. Just like be thankful that it's right. getting done. And Rest. honor. Yeah, and honor. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mirza, bro. Oh my gosh. Sorry, that was loud. <laughs> <laughs> Mirza. How you doing, man? I'm not I'm not doing too hot, really. No. Um, got yeah. like a stomach bug. Yeah. So this whole time I'm trying just not to mm. not yeah. to throw up on us. No unfortunate but it's I'm cool listening i'll be i'll be listening and, yeah and no and we're pretty deep in this already yeah, um, yeah. We, we've got a lot of time in this pod but um yeah so is there any um like you came into this knowing things that we don't know came into what into this room into this session. knowing things that you don't know mm-hmm. okay like what like how to run airbnb stuff you know where that started how that started how you're being led by it and stuff and Mm -hmm. so if you could give us maybe a few um gems or some insight or wisdom on like just what you would recommend for someone who either wants to do the same thing as you or better yet just wants to be like an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. in that way yeah Mm -hmm. this would help a lot of people that'd be how to be an entrepreneur how to get started let me see where i want to start with this man i want to so i i can so it's been a rough month for airbnb Mm. rough Mm. couple of months actually Mm -hmm. give you guys like an example i my occupancy rate monthly used to be like at 85 90 percent so 90 percent of the days out of the month were booked wow about 20 whoa that's good like 25 days out of the month right now it's at like 50 and so it's a big drop yeah big drop big drop 
so I've had to learn like, okay, what are we going to do to adapt? Mm. And it's, it's interesting the way God works. And this is how he's worked with me in the past. Um, and I don't, I don't know if I, I accredit this to like struggles with depression. And I think I do because when you, when you, when you have the feeling that you want to die and that goes away, nothing else comes close to that. Mm. Like nothing else affects you in that way. Like when you've experienced those thoughts of this world is better off without me and then somehow you're delivered from it or you get help or you get better where right. those thoughts aren't plaguing you, then the other things that happen around in life seem minuscule mm, compared I see, to that. I see, yeah, yeah. And so, wow. so everyone around me has been telling me like, you need to be more worried. You need to be like, this <laughs> is serious. Yeah. And in the back of my mind, which I'm just sharing with you guys, I haven't shared with anyone. It's like in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, if you only knew, like not so long ago, I wanted to mm. die. This isn't, I'm not that worried about this. And it, but it's been, it's, it hasn't been, I'm not worried. Therefore, I'm not going to do anything. It's like, I'm not worried. I know that the solution will come in the right time. Right. And it's been like this handing off good trust to God. It, it's been this piece. So in the back of my mind, these two months have been rough on Airbnb. I haven't panicked. My thoughts have been, God will provide. God will provide the thoughts, the ideas to execute. And not so long, two days ago. So two days ago. I have, uh -oh. a, I have a background in. Come on. I have a background in marketing. Mm -hmm. and like running Facebook ads, Google ads. And I'm, I, I've had a good run on it where I can run an ad and generate results, generate ads. And so I started testing some things. And I said, how can I, what can I, what can I utilize in, in business to bring in more customers? And so I started running ads towards people to stay at the Airbnbs with my link on it. And that's been working. But then I also asked myself, how can I help other Airbnb hosts who are going through the same thing? Maybe mm. their reservations are low. Okay. And so I started advertising to them and telling them like, Hey, if your bookings are low, I can help you with that because I've ran ads. Wow. Right? Right. And so think about like you're scrolling through your Facebook and if you're an Airbnb host and you're struggling and you see an ad that says, hey, are you struggling with your reservations? Click this link. I'll give you guys a free handout on how you can improve them and I'll teach you how you can run ads to do it. Oh, I so, see. And it's it's been working. Really? It, so it, like other Airbnbs have like hit, all, hit yeah, you yeah, up yeah. and you've like run ads for them and stuff like that? Well, they've met. This is, was two days ago. So I just started running ads okay. towards them and to them. And they have messaged me and like, hey, what can you do? Wow. And I was like, well, in the same way that you got this ad, your customers can get an ad to stay at your Airbnbs. And so that Whoa. like my, this is fairly new, but it was like, man, I can help other people who are struggling just the way I am. Again, it comes back yeah. to that's like my mindset. It, it like it comes back to like that like the same mindset I had with the depression, which is like, man, right. I'm gonna help people who are experiencing yeah, the same you, thing as me. Right. Wow. It's been like that with business. Like Wow, way to like meet a need. Okay. Way to meet a need. Like that's Wow. That's like such a creative way, such a like big brain way in all this you know to like generate income like that to like know well I, I mean it's one thing to know that 
if your Airbnb is struggling, like chances are the market itself is maybe like struggling. Maybe it's not the season or right, whatever, right. you know, um, but then to like see a need there, you know, and be like, you know what? I'm going to jump in. I'm going to like, yeah, do something about it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 That's so smart. I would have, I would have. And it has, I, I don't credit this to me, man. It's been like, there's a guy named Alex Hermosi on Instagram and he posts a lot of videos and basically what he teaches um I'll I'll give his story a little bit his story was he he had a gym and then he wanted to grow like grow g r o w grow okay grow, yeah. i i thought you said grow yeah well. he wanted to grow he wanted to grow and well what's what do you like someone who has one gym what is like how do you grow who has one gym yeah. as in like a workout gym a workout gym like how do you grow if by I asked it? you like or if you just asked anyone if you asked me like how do you grow from going one gym what's the next step well get two gyms right or get three gyms oh like his business like yeah. he had, oh his business, I, his I, see business. <laughs> I was like you work out every day right you show up every day no his business, his business okay then yeah you expand right the expand right and then and then the the new um, problem is how do you bring in people to those gyms okay yeah right? so then he started learning how to bring in people but he still wanted to grow. And so he said, what if I can help other gyms bring in people to their gyms? And so then he started doing that. And so he would fly out to all these gyms and help them bring people into the gyms. And then he started, he realized he still wanted to grow. He's like, man, I'm traveling a lot because he was traveling to all these gyms. He's like, what if instead of traveling to these gyms, I just teach these gyms how they can bring in their own customers, teach them what I do. And then that was the next step. So then he went from teach. So he went from having his own gym to bringing in people to his gym, to helping other gyms bring in people to then teaching other gyms, how they could bring in their own people and then grew this business. And now he's moved on from that. And now he's just helping businesses bring in more customers. And so the idea is like, if you can expand, like try to think in a way where you're able to reach the people that are struggling with what you're struggling with and teaching them, like that's where the idea came in for this Airbnb. I was like, man, I'm struggling with Airbnb, wow. but I'm sure I'm not the only one. So let me learn how I can bring in more people. And then from that, I'll teach other people wow. how to br- they can bring in more people. Right. 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 I, you know what? I think about it now and that's kind of one thing the Lord's led me in as far as like my shirt business, because mm. I'm able to, to, um, like all I do is upload the design. I don't handle any of the labor. It's, you know what I mean? I don't have 15 shirts laying around waiting to get sold. Right. Like it's on demand. And so it's no, burden on me to have other people upload their designs on my site and have them sell their own stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Cause I feel like not only would that generate just more traffic for everybody, you know, if someone goes on to see my shirts, they end up seeing their shirts mm-hmm. and vice versa. Um, but I'm able to help them out. Like they have an outlet now to finally like start something they want to do. And maybe it's not like a final partnership or whatever. It could just be like a startup of them seeing like if their shirt takes off mm-hmm. or, you know, if their shirt idea takes off. Um, but, but, uh, in that same way, like, cause I was, th- as you were saying all that, I was thinking in my head, like, how does that not lose business for you? But you're actually like gaining business. First of all, off of like 
the fact that you you helping others is actually just another business mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what i mean right 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 um, that is yeah and then is. and then second of all it's like you bringing in more traffic to that market in general, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you being able to like help other people out and like bring people up in that way, you know, like, I guess, um, the way it makes sense for me is like, you see the heart when you do stuff like that, you know, you see the heart to like help people mm. as opposed to just you wanting to like create a monopoly or whatever, which we need to play again. I was, yeah. I was thinking about that. the other Oh day. yeah. We held it. Yeah. That was rough. That I was, yeah. But I feel like if we played again, it would be fine. But I don't know. We'll have to. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we can pray yeah. about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, you you know, instead of like creating this monopoly with just your business, you reach out and, and help others, risking that maybe they go to yours instead of theirs, but also understanding that like you're still then, gaining something. Yeah, out but of even it. then, like, it is still a business, right? Like, for example, for your shirt business, right? Like, it's you you. When, whenever a person orders a shirt from your business, someone else prints that logo that you created, of course. It's your logo, but someone else has the shirt. Some Right. You're a... Uh... Yeah. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually, you're so right. I didn't even think so, about it. So, yeah. So, you your shirt, someone else prints. It's your logo, but someone else does all the heavy work. Right. So, they, this is pretty much what they told you. Hey, Jesse... We know that you have a passion for designing shirts. We're going to remove the headaches that mm-hmm. come with this just so you can focus on designing the shirts. And then you, you're like, oh, what are those headaches? Well, you don't have to buy the shirts. You don't have to print them. You don't have to buy all the machinery. Don't you don't even them. have to ship them. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is pay us a little more for the shirt. Right. And you do your marketing. And so, yes, essentially they're removing all the headaches that you're going through. They're charging you a little more. But it's a win-win for both parties. Right. And so, they're like meeting that need. Exactly. So if I were to tell Airbnb hosts like, hey, yes, I might charge you this amount to help you bring in more customers. But at the in the end, at the end of the day, you're going to be making more because more customers are going to be Right. And you're saving them. You're almost like you're working for them for a second or right. whatever. Like you're picking up some of the like lifting, some mm-hmm. of the, the heavy lifting. Wow. So that's the idea, man. I like, yeah that's the idea i don't know where that's gonna head um my dad runs a car business and so i started testing ads for them in el paso so i just i just created an ad that said hey we buy cars and right now we're getting like 10 people wanting to sell their car and they're going directly to my dad and 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 that so he sees them you know and then my mind goes man if i'm doing this for my dad what if I did it like nationally? I already have the message that works. What if I did this nationally and reached wow. out to all the car businesses right. in different cities and say, hey, like I can bring you customers. How much would they pay? Like if they can make an extra $5,000 a month and I charge them say $1,000 a month. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Like it's a no brainer, but that's kind of, that's the idea. It's like, how that's can you, vision. Help? that's a vision. How can you there help you the There you go dreaming people? again. Yeah. <laughs> That's, my mom's that's good. Yeah, we need your mom here. My mom's angry. Mom's gonna see through that and be like, like, "What about this? What about yeah, that? what about the Airbnbs, bro?" You're. <laughs> wow. I think that's cool. That's cool how that like came about, though. As far as um, how it started from a place of you just running your own business, and then you just getting creative, you know, with where there is a need, and you like stepping out in that. Wow, that's so interesting.
I, yeah, I guess just want to ask if you, if you have any last things to say, if you want to shout out anyone, you can shout out your business right here and now, this is your moment. Um, but also any other like wisdom to impart, um, any blessing you want to throw to future entrepreneurs that want to step out and advance the kingdom and business, whatever you want to do. Mm. If you're, if you have a dream or a desire to start your own business, take the most immediate step that you can take as small as it is Mm. just and start now. Like, I think the tendency sometimes the fear in us wants to focus on other things. Like if you want to start a business, there's a tendency to be like, okay, well, if I want to start a business, I need to create an LLC. Then I need to create a website. Uh, You need this, 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 and all the things that really, that do matter, but they come after you test what you're actually trying to do. So if you're trying to sell tacos or trying to sell food, Start by help serving people just a little bit. You don't start very small. Start with what you're able to do because when you focus on the big picture and all the things that you feel like you need to do to get there, you're overwhelmed and you just don't do anything. Wow. Yeah. That's good. The other thing is like whatever you're not good at, don't beat yourself up for it try to find someone who is good at it yeah, and delegate so it. Wow. Yeah. I personally, I'm not good at spreadsheets, mm. good at keeping numbers. I'm just, and so I have someone who can help me, which of course they're, they're, uh, they're hired. They, they get paid for it, but, and it might cost me, but in the, in the long run, it makes the business far more effective. Yeah, and I mean, you end up partnering up with other people. You know, right. all of a sudden, you're not doing it alone. You're exactly. able to focus on what you need to focus mm-hmm. on, you know, and let other people do what they do best. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's wise. Shalom, friend. We were about to close. Do you want to? Do you want to close this out? If there's if there's no, nothing else that that's on your heart to say, submit to the Lord in all your ways. For reals. Seek first his Seek kingdom first, yes. and his righteousness and all Seriously. these will be added to you. Yeah. Mm. Thank you for tuning in this week. We hope the Lord ministered to you in a unique way by listening to us. And remember, they have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. For they love not their lives even unto death. That's Revelations 12, 11. This has been Three's a Party. Okay, and on three, we say peace out. You ready? One, two, three. Peace, peace out. out.